Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going well. How's it, it is. going? It is. It's going good very to hear. well. Yeah. All right. Well, on today's show, we're going to jump over to the West Coast. Woohoo! Well, and these. Okay, we're going to, well, we're going to jump over there, then we're going to jump back. Yeah, we're we're going to be bi-coastal. Yes. And we'll start. <laughs> we'll start over there. Make sure you take any precautions necessary. Um, so in only three days from now, on June 4th, the new California Adventure Avengers Campus will be opening. And, you know, unfortunately for some of us, it's going to be open only to California residents until the park opens up to um, non-California residents on June 15th. So they're going to have a couple couple days, yeah, to enjoy this on their own without everyone else getting in their way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, let me me do my best to tell you about it. Um, So what is an Avengers campus, Lisa? Tell us that first. Are you kidding me? Okay. So... I, I know this a lot better, and I know Lauren is our local Avengers expert, um, Marvel and Avengers. And she is she is marvelous. She is. She is not here because she's out celebrating her half century birthday, kinda. Yeah. Mm. And um anyway, she knows it inside and out. And because I've always felt so ignorant to the entire series. And everyone says how wonderful it is. Um, during COVID, Steve and I, and sometimes the kids, went through the entire series. We went through everything. We are so caught up. But I am not fluid with the names and the jargon. So I'm going to do my best. I, I loved the entire series. So if you haven't watched it, or I guess that's a franchise. So um, get out there and watch it. It's good. It's really good. So what is an Avengers campus? It is in, in terms of the movie or in terms of Disneyland? I'm just going to go with Disneyland. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, let's go with California Adventure. Okay. So this is where you're going to have a lot of your favorites. You will have some meet and greets with, well, as best as we can these days, do a meet and greet. But uh, you will be, have spiting, sightings of Spider-Man. Iron Man, you're going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, uh, maybe. What? Well, yeah. That'd be a little small. Just don't, get to get, just don't get too close. Oh, my goodness. He can sting. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Black Panther and Black Widow. So they're going to have some new characters. Maybe you, they've never had them out and about before, but we've got some new characters. And so these guys are some of the Avengers. And they're going to have different stores and shops. Um, You'll have some different food items that are Avengers based. But the main attraction is going to be Web Slingers. And Web Slingers is a Spider-Man. I I guess the full name is uh, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. It is an attraction. And uh, as Steve puts it, it's a a new e-ticket attraction. Yeah. And they're going to be doing it similar as far as reservation. There's no standby line. There's none. 
And so it's going to be like Rise of the Resistance. And if you're not familiar with that, the way Rise works is there are two times each day that you can reserve a spot or, or get your group assignment to, to go in. And these times will be at 7 a.m. and at 12 noon. The 7 a.m. one, you do not need to be in California Adventure. You can do it from your hotel room. Heck, you can even do it from your home. So you would make your, your reservation or reserve your spot that way on your Disneyland mobile app. So two times a day, and hopefully you'll get your spot, and then you'd have to return when it's your group's boarding time. And uh, you would head to the left of the land's main entrance along the parade corridor, and that way you can get in. So that's one way to get into the Avengers campus. The other way to get into the Avengers campus is a standby queue. And they do expect the campus to reach capacity. And Steve, where's the campus located? So this is, if you remember Disney California Adventure, they used to have a Bugs Life and they had the Bugs Land um, and they had all those kind of really cool themed. Well, they were more like carnival rides, but they had themed them really well. It was cute. It was adorable. And it had my very favorite oh, Heimlich. Heimlich's choo-choo. Heimlich's choo-choo. Which was I so love much Heimlich. It was, uh, yeah. Oh, look like little ants. <laughs> it was a cute, it was a cute space and it was nicely shaded and it was, I don't know. I, like, I love that area. It was so immersive. Yes. And it's, uh, right by Tower of Terror, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. So now that kind of fits in with this whole, yeah, it ties whole in area. Nicely. So, so, um, but you, like you were saying, like, uh, when Star Wars land, uh, Galaxy's Edge opened, you had to like. How you had to actually get access to the land just to even walk around in there. There was like mm-hmm. a, a wait. So they're going to do the same thing here where you have to get access to the land just to even get in there because of the crowd levels. And then. Uh, yeah. And I suppose I, I'm picturing it as not that big, but honestly, it is pretty big, especially when you consider the theater. Yeah. They got rid of the theater there. The Bugs um, Life movie that t- probably takes up a lot of room. I'm took a lot of room. Yeah. So and the, I guess it is pretty big. Bumper car thing and the. The spinny rides and the yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Rest so as, as if you know where Carthay Circle is, if you're you're heading off to the right from there, that's going to head you right over to um, the Avengers Campus. And so you've got the Spider Man Adventure. Steve, you can tell us a little bit about that ride attraction. Uh, well, Sharpie actually knows more. Okay, Sharpie. Sharpie, Sh- Sharpie knows a little bit more of the. Of the of the 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 press spin of the uh, Spider Man attraction, are we are we web slinging, Lisa? You are. We are. <laughs> Start slinging. So it's important to note that it is very much like Rise of the Resistance in that you cannot stand by and wait for it. Yeah, it is a virtual queue only. So you have two opportunities to sign up for the virtual queue: at seven a.m. and noon. So, when you are riding this attraction, it is important to note that there is no height restriction. So, anyone of any age, of course, with checking first the health restrictions, uh, it is uh, spinning, it is dark, it is loud. uh, So, just make sure that if any of those things 
scare you that you carefully consider riding the attraction before you uh, hop on the virtual queue at 7 a.m. or noon. But it's a dark ride. Uh, It is – you are in – the midst of a uh, a takeover, as it were, by the um, spider bots, as they are called. Uh, so th- these are uh, Peter Parker's own little helpful spider bots, but they have gone buggy and they are rampaging around the Avengers campus and they're going to wreak total techno havoc all around the Avengers campus. So you have to help Spider-Man wrangle them in. And based on what I read, they have, they have this web slingers um, accessory. It's a web tech accessory that is going to enhance your ride experience. Hmm. Fascinating. I'm interested to know how that's going to work. Um, Sounds like a Buzz Lightyear slash Remy ride mix up. Right. So maybe it's a, I have not seen the, I'm sure they have pictures of the vehicles and things out, which I have not seen, but I'm assuming it's a, a trackless dark ride like Remy that'll be opening over at Epcot. And then uh, you're going through these huge scenes and maybe there's some type of, thing that you use to to uh sling webs uh on the vehicle yeah so it says those wishing to customize their experience on board the attraction can do so with wearable web tech accessories which give them additional web slinging powers oh there we go i wonder if you can buy those on the uh i don't know maybe on the web oh my gosh <laughs> Probably not Sharpie, but you, I bet you can buy them at Disney's California Adventure. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, um, okay, that makes sense. Okay, and that this sounds pretty cool. And uh, apparently, Spider Man's going to be doing some aerial acrobatics hmm. over Adventures Campus. Huh. That there's a little video you can search it online, but there's a little video that you can watch where he's doing these flippy things and I don't know where he's coming from or landing, but he's pretty, he's pretty swift. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the ride vehicles are pretty, pretty fascinating. They're like little, they're pods and you walk into them. So it's like, they're all around you. Um, yeah. Oh, so they have a red and blue exterior. Um, the open front uh, will play into the interactive aspect of the attraction. Um, where, where uh, as Lisa said, guests get to sling webs themselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be a pretty a pretty cool ride. I don't know much about this at all, so it's definitely got my interest because I do like Spider Man, and you know he's classic. And don't forget, there is also another um, attraction on Avengers Campus, which is good old Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. All right. So I'm looking at the artwork first. So they're like square or rectangular looking 
things that like remind me of horizons where everyone's kind of facing forward, like one, two, three, four in a row. And then they're actually holding their arms out and spider webs are coming out of their arms. So do they actually shoot invisible things and get points? Well, I don't know. That could be cool. Yeah. I, I, I think we're going to find out a lot more in the next couple of days and we'll definitely report back what we hear. That will be cool. But there's not a lot. Okay. I'm intrigued. So right. do you think with a last name like Parker, maybe he was a valet in a former life? He could have been. It could happen. <laughs> Sharpie. Oh. Dodo. Um, I know. It's but you're going to have the anymore. ancient sanctum. You're going to have new treats that are coming, uh, you know, food available. I'm interested in the Choco Smash candy bar. Hmm. I don't know if that's a reference that I should know, but. So like Hulk Smash? Maybe. Choco Smash. Choco Smash candy bar. Huh. So, but also they will have some new, if, if you're on the Play Disney Park app, they're going to have some new Avenger trivia. So you can pull that up. Just pull up the Play Disney Parks app and navigate your way through to the Avengers trivia. You can do that. Um. They're also going to have a new Photo Pass Plus one day. And this is going to be found through your Disneyland app. You can get all your pictures and videos for the day on Avengers Campus by getting the, the Photo Pass. This is like one of the last things for California Adventure that really that like finishes the park, right? I mean, remember... Now, Steve. Well, remember how it was... Gosh, way back when when we went Sharpie and we rode the Sun the Mickey's Fun Wheel or Sun Wheel or what Mickey's Fun Wheel. Or was it the was it the Sun Wheel before then when we rode it? The, what was no, it? The it was California a- the California Sun Wheel. Am I just making yeah. this stuff up? So yeah, and then it was and there was I don't know the park needed a a giant makeover and then it was nothing but walls and more walls and walls. And then Cars Land it's came. It's a wall world after all. Yeah, kind of like what Epcot is becoming right now and what Hollywood Studios was. Um, but when they finally get done, that I mean, this is, that, that park is amazing now. California Adventure. So. It has definitely transitioned from its former life. Oh, yeah. That's for certain. So. Definitely worth going. So is that on? Is that it on the on the campus there? That's all I have. Um, I I I have stuff, but I want to wait. You know, a couple more snack things, and but I want to wait until there's more information because I don't feel confident in what we're presenting. I think there's so much so more information. You're to saying come. that this is kind of just a shawarma act? Oh my gosh! Really? <laughs> are Are you referring to the shawarma wrap? The, the the shawarma palace yeah so just ju- just just store that away we'll talk about it soon okay if so we let's... if we didn't tell you about it we'd feel awful <laughs> oh. okay now that one was good <laughs> oh, sharpie i'm sorry that one was good <laughs> lauren's gonna listen back to this and she's gonna smack her forehead so hard Okay, that was good. That was perfect. Uh, wow. Sharpie, sharpie. All right, let's just head to the East Coast. We're going to go back to Orlando. 
Um, I'm going to make Sharpie pull it together and tell us about some of the changes that people are experiencing um, in reference to COVID and precautions. Pandemic? What pandemic? I'm kidding. Uh, as travel restrictions are continuing to be eased and as more and more of the population uh, is has been vaccinated, which interestingly enough, I, I I I listen to public radio a lot, and there there was a immunologist on this morning, uh, and and he he provided some really unique insight into the whole future of COVID and this type of coronavirus, and he and and he, the, the immunologist suggested that just as we kind of all go get a flu shot every fall now. We will most likely in the future be going to get a COVID vaccination booster that will help address any of the variant variants that have come about. So at the same time, that it's kind of scary to think about that, that, that this really won't have an end because it's, it's kind of impossible to eradicate it, just like the common cold has always been with us and the flu has always been with us and there are different and more dangerous variations of the flu. It's good to think that that through modern science, really within a year's time, we've come so far uh, and, and really just th thinking about the, like the last six months, uh, how far we, we've come with, with helping to reduce this in the U.S. and beginning to help reduce it across the globe. Um, but a very clear sign of that is like the physical distancing markers have been removed from Main Street USA. Uh, they have also been removed from Sunset Boulevard over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, some of the plexiglass screens between different attraction seating zones has been removed, uh, like on Soren, uh, also on Tower of Terror. So a few different attractions have already started to see that being removed. Uh, so it's, it, it's exciting. It's starting to see, starting to see things get back to i air quote here normal yeah. uh, but but as we've said all along it is a new normal um but, but however it, it's it's exciting to know that that we're beginning to kind of turn turn the corner uh and really beginning to kind of see see what the future looks like a little bit and see how all of that is starting to shape up um and, and more and more i mean the 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 how in demand travel is across the globe is becoming more and more apparent every day um, just by the number of flights being added back, the number of different uh, travel destinations that are completely booked up. You have to really think about it far in advance. Uh, even a lot of like outdoor wilderness like type adventure things are even booking up now because people – while they want to travel, they still – some people just don't want to be in a really populated area. Uh, so this is really causing a lot of people to really reconsider their domestic travel plans as far as like what they, what they do, what they want to do, uh, and what they're, what they're planning to do uh, with their, their summer vacation this year, for example. Um, but for, for the, the, the tried and true, we are – continuing to, to monitor what is going 
on at Walt Disney World and at, and over at Disneyland. It was we we just talked in the the previous segment there with with all the different new openings and new opening dates uh, of different things that are happening. So too is it beginning to happen over at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and like with Carousel of Progress now, they're seating in every row uh, and no longer using numbered dots outside of the theater to maintain physical distancing. Um, and then, of course, their similar practices have been put into place in other theater type attractions like Country Bear Jamboree, Mickey's Magic, as well as uh, your favorite and mine, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh-huh. So starting to see some of that beginning to fade. Uh, However, as you start to see the pictures online, this era has left its mark on the, on the Disney park. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how visible some of these, like the physical distancing attraction, um, like the dots for spacing and the the different lines that they had out uh, throughout the queues to separate everyone. I'm, I'm excited to see how long you're able to see the marks that they've left behind and, and, and not like in like a weird way, but in, in a, in a way that's like helping us remember what this era of life has been like, because Without without being cliche, it really has been an historic era. So, yep, it's interesting. Interesting to see it all coming back. So you were you were also saying, I think that uh, before we were talking, uh, is it Lion King is getting new new uh, times now for the show? New morning show times for Disney's Festival of the Lion King, and and That's keep nice. in mind, it's not the exact show as it was before. Uh, they yep. are still following some modifications to that show. Uh, but that's but they're adding morning show times uh, to the current slate of of, af- of afternoon and evening show times. Uh, what currently one of the favorite things to do with a lot of guests is to catch that last show before you leave the park. But nice. another cool thing though is the the cavalcades are still hanging around. I like those. Mm-hmm. I think they're a really cool addition. I do miss the the Festival of Fantasy Parade. I, I have to admit that. However, I think the cavalcades are. I think they're here to stay. They're kind of like a surprise and delight. It, it really it is. Mm. It's just it's a little bit of character magic sprinkled into your into your day, and it isn't at a set time, so you aren't expecting it. Uh, and Disney loves to do that. Disney loves to to kind of sprinkle those extra extra little options. All throughout the all throughout the parks, and and, yeah. and in some ways, this is a really cool way for them to do it. So I'm excited. Yep. And if you, and I really if, love the I really love the ones at Animal Kingdom. I just have to be honest. Out on the ball, out on the talking. pontoon boats, I think mm-hmm. they're really cool. Who would have guessed? And if people haven't listened to some of the previous shows, the temperature checks are gone now, so there's no. No temperature checks anymore. Uh, so that speeds things up. And masks are no longer mandatory outside. But when you're in a queue or on a ride, uh, you have to have your, uh, when you're inside, basically, you have to have a, a mask on. But uh, I would assume that that will be the next to go. And we'll see. This, this is also the same with Universal. Uh, they made all, all these changes kind of, I think, the exact same day. 
So quickly things are getting back to normal. Uh, even with cruises, I was reading today, like late June, uh, Celebrity and Royal Caribbean are going to be sailing. So cruises will be coming back this month. So we'll see what goes on there. And then I got to think pretty soon we'll be seeing some fireworks, hopefully, and some other things coming back. So maybe it's, it's uh, maybe this summer. I don't know. I'm guessing, but that would be amazing. I hope so. We I mean, t- I, I want mm-hmm. things to happen in due time. Yeah. And they're slowly coming back. Uh, kind Are of you everywhere. talking about in the, in the morning when the grass is wet, Lisa? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Man. So I got, we were talking about <sighs> two, two, two. Uh, so I heard this rumor. This is a hundred percent rumor. So I don't know. This is, and we've talked about this, just what our thoughts are of fast pass. Um, so we've always thought that maybe they'll use this time. Disney will to do something like universal does with the express pass. So maybe they'll come up with a paid fast pass service now that things are opening up again. So it'll be interesting to see. I had, I saw a YouTube video where they're talking about maybe a lightning pass. I don't know if that's just the name they came up with or if that's. I've heard a, something similar. A, a Disney rumor. Um, it sounds shocking. It, it is. It's very shocking. Sharpie. So, so the lightning pass, uh, you know, so it would be one of these things like Universal Studios where you pay per person per day, you know, because Disney's uh, having less people in the parks, but trying to increase the amount of money they make. So maybe it's maybe it's fifty dollars a person per day. Maybe it's a hundred. Maybe it's two hundred, three hundred. Who I I don't know what what that price would be. Um, and then you uh, get fast passes to go in, and, and they're also talking about. Uh, doing reservation systems similar to Rise of the Resistance on other Disney attractions. So maybe they do something like that as a system, uh, which is interesting because they tout that as, well, so you're not waiting in line. So you have all this time to shop and eat and whatever. But my fear, that sounds great, and Disney makes more money because uh, you're not just standing in line for 45 minutes. You're actually eating and shopping. But then I feel like if nobody's waiting in line or if a lot of rides, people aren't waiting in line, then you're going to have the the three hour Starbucks line and the, you know what I mean? Then like all of those things become huge lines just to eat and shop. So I, I don't know how that plays out if that's how this works or not. So it'll be interesting because they, they're always playing around with fast pass. So we'll see what happens. Sharpie, you have any ideas on rumors or what, what you think on uh, Fast Pass, Fast Pass Plus, Lightning Pass? Ever since they reopened last summer, it's been a static situation. Well, they did the uh, the old school where you just go in either line, which I which I kind of like because you don't have to have any of this stuff. I think there was a I'm static joke in there. I know. I ignored yeah, it. I tried. I, I ignored it's it. hard to ignore. Steve, I ignored Steve, it. Steve, Steve totally stepped right in. <laughs> I, think, I, I think he has, I think he still has pun on his shoe. <laughs> but um, I, I, I have, I never fell in love with the way fast passes evolved. No. I, frankly, I've never liked it. 
I think it is, it requires too much planning. Yeah. It makes for like really insane decisions. And yep. if, if you don't get it, you really don't get it. It like, yeah. I miss when you could go into the park, yep. insert your ticket, get a fast pass. You had a time and go back. Yeah. And it that was, was a I challenge. It, that was a game. I think it took so much. I think that the, the new system took so much spontaneity yes. out of a Disney vacation that it became one, it a became chore. too tech centric. Yeah. Two, it became too structured in, in that, like you, in order to get this, you had to do that. And then you would either end up running back and forth across the park to get what you wanted, or you used all of your fast passes in the morning and then you kept getting them all throughout the day. And I, I don't know. Yeah. The new, the, the new fast pass system, I don't, I was never a fan of, but I like to just go and not have to have it planned. And when you go and meet up with friends, you all have to have it sync to the, you have to all get the same fast passes. And if you haven't well, done now that, you have to get the same parts. It's it's awful. And, and, and that makes it even more challenging. And I think overall, I think, and I mean, maybe this is just me speaking. I know there are people that, that absolutely love being able to get all of this, like hashed out, completely nailed down. This is what we're doing. This is where we're doing it. Then we're doing this. Then we're doing that. Then we're going to get lunch. It's like, okay, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I enjoyed no fast pass where you just all get in the line and it's equal for everybody. And then I enjoyed the original fast pass paper where you all together got a group and you walked up to the machine and you all stuck your tickets in and you figured out what you wanted. And then you all had a way to get on when you're in a group and then uh, all that changed and you would show up and you're like, Oh, I don't have a fast pass. Uh, I'll wait out here for you guys. Um, or it's just, um, so that kind of sucked. So I don't know. So we'll see where it goes from here. Maybe there's a paid option. Maybe there's the original thing where you still get so many when you stay on property. Uh, and universal know. system is pretty nice. Yeah. You, you, you have the pass and you go to the front of the line. Not, I mean, yep. and it's not always the front front of the line. You can wait you, you, a bit. Yeah. But, but still you, for, for the most part, you skip the, you skip the line. Yeah. The best, the best kept secret is uh, we can book one of the legacy hotels at Universal Studios for you and you get uh, the uh, unlimited express pass for just staying at one of these three resorts on Universal property. And that is worth the price of the room uh, easily. So booking those in advance is really the way to go. Because uh, once you have that pass that comes with your one of those three hotels, it's um, it's pretty nice. <laughs> you feel like a VIP because you you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to plan. You all have it, and you're and you've already paid for it, and you just get in the the express pass line, and you get on the ride, and you can go with a group of friends as long as you all stayed in that those hotels, and you got the pass with your room key. It's kind of reminds me of the old Disney system, uh, or you can buy it with your, your park admission if you want. And it, it varies based on uh, park park yeah. attendance for that day, but it, it can be uh, pricey, but it's definitely worth it. 
So there's that. And then we were talking, Sharpie, about the Polynesian. So they're redoing the front entrance area. So if you remember much about the Polynesian. Yeah. And if you ever came in from the parking lot, here's the thing. If you ever, if you arrived by Magical Express, like you never really noticed the entrance to the Polynesian. It was just kind of a. We come in from the side. It was just kind of there. You think about an entrance like over, say, for instance, at Boardwalk or say, for instance, at Wilderness Lodge or, or Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. They all have like these really grand like entry plazas and. It feels really high end where the Polynesian was just kind of cramped and crowded and yep. compact. And you went like directly from like curbside right into the yeah. the lobby area. But now they have uh, the, the new entrance area like brings the main entrance like out into the parking lot a little bit. Oh. And they've completely – they completely stripped all of the, the monorail uh, platform off of upstairs. Because if you remember, the monorail platform used to be wood plank. So, I mean, it was pretty interesting because it was very vintage 19, 1971. Um, but now, it, it, like, all of that platform is concrete and, and it, it's they've really made a much more grand entrance. They've really done a lot of work to kind of modernize and make the Polynesian look a lot more high end, look a lot more accessible. Um, especially with, with, with the new, new room, room style, which we've talked about that on the show before. I'm, eh, I, I like it, but eh, I don't love it. But anyway, back to the main entrance. Uh, but yeah, they're, so they're starting to add some of the, the more dominant, uh, like architectural features to the entrance, uh, adding a lot more color uh, to to mimic the ends of the longhouses that are currently there. Oh, okay. However, fascinatingly enough, they are not doing this in wood. It is all a steel structure. So, kind of, kind of having that same look as the original longhouses, but they're they're doing it in a in a far more uh, maintenance yeah. reduced or maintenance friendly manner. Uh, to where they don't have to worry about wood rot and all of that stuff because you know it's central Florida. It rains every day in the summer. <laughs> that's 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 something that did you know? Well, Sharpie knows, but you might not know who's, who the people that are listening. The tiki room, that thatch roof that looks like uh, I don't know, it looks like little pieces of bamboo or straw. If you touch it, they're it's actually all metal. You can actually kind of reach a little bit of it. Yeah. So it's an all metal roof, but it's just made to look like little pieces of thatch. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's definitely good for the maintenance of it. Well, that'll be interesting. And then I was thinking, although I'm I'm thinking that it's not true anymore because it would be very expensive. I was like, if they're going to redo the front, they might as well make that ramp wider or bigger if they got new monorails. But they still have to do the Grand Floridian and then the Contemporary. And I don't know if they could do anything to the Contemporary to fit a bigger monorail vehicle um it, it kind of doesn't make sense to redo them all so we'll see i, I don't think they're going to change the dimensions of the monorail yeah it's too much it's too much to redo all those platforms and the contemporary just to well and what's the possible gain and just just to get an extra car or, or something on there 
uh, is, is probably is definitely not worth it. So, oh, and then they got to do the TTC, and then they got the, the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, never mind. And I was like, oh, since they're, <laughs> ripping, since they're ripping it up anyways, but then, yeah, that's too much. But it'll be nice when uh, we see new monorails eventually. Hopefully. I know we talked years and years ago about that they they were planning on putting them on order. Very cool. And I think that's all we have. Well, that's good. That's it. That's it. Sharpie, you got anything? Plenty of Disney news. Yeah, that does it. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, that's great. Not supposed to say that part. If you have comments or questions for us, please write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again on Mouse Chat.